You Seven, just eight years now? You just figuring this out now? Like... Oh, no, 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 no. Well, welcome everyone to another... Are you recording? I, yeah, I think so. Welcome to another episode of Black and White Reviews. My name is Chuck. My name is Lee. My name is Will. And we today have we have a special Stop. guest. we have a guest. Yeah, okay. We have a guest. Stop! What you can't say? Special guest? Stop! Guest, special guest. Go, Sarah. Hi. <laughs> yes, I'm a guest, and apparently I'm special, and I'm so glad to be here. So, yay! Thanks for having me. No problem. Well, before thanks we go, for coming back. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. For, she was here with us last year for Die Hard One, and yep. now we are doing Die Hard Two. Another Christmas movie. Yet another oh. Christmas movie. Yeah. Um, and I just wanted to put a plug in too. Um. Sarah is one of our patrons, and with that, she gets to join us live. But also, Sarah also has her own blog called Forged, Forged in Film. Film. So before we go, Sarah, do you want to share a little bit about who you are, what you do with uh, Forged in Film? We can kind of go from there. Yeah, totally. Um, so I got the idea for my blog about a year and a half ago. I mean, I've always loved movies. I love talking about movies, movie trivia, how movies are made. Um, but one of the things that I've really enjoyed doing is uh, finding out the deeper meaning of movies and more specifically what God shows me in movies. Because I believe that he does that because he is creative and likes to speak to people personally in ways that they will understand. And I don't believe that that is limited to quote-unquote Christian movies as in movies made by Christian film studios. Um, I believe that he talks to people through every kind of movie. Um, and so like things like Braveheart and Superman and Lord of the Rings and Red Dawn and Goonies and, you know, all kinds of stuff. Uh, so I've Superman. been... Superman. Yes! I just did one back in July. It was fantastic. And Superman. Just crazy. keep saying and Superman. And Superman. <laughs> so uh, I get ragged on for him being my favorite superhero on the podcast. Superman's great. No, I love Superman. Yeah. Christopher Reeve. He's yeah. my jam. <laughs> yeah. I, Continue. I'm I sorry. No, no, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, so I, uh, you know, I, I have my blog where I just have a very like I will admit a lot of the movies are from the 80s because that is when I grew up I'm a Gen Xer and a lot of the movies that really spoke to me and mean something were from at that point in my life when I was growing up so um that's but I've only been doing it for a year and a half so you know that certainly could expand a bit but um yeah so I uh have been let's see I think I've got about 20 25 entries on there it's it's been since july of 2022 so mm -hmm. i've got several entries on there and um yeah it's just um i i just share what i feel god is speaking to me through the movie my opinion I, i'm certainly open to hearing what other people have to say and if they picked up on anything else that i didn't or if they disagree with me on anything you know again it's just what i i feel like is being shown to me and I, one of my favorite things is when somebody reads one of my blog entries and then they're like, oh my gosh, I never saw that before. I never even noticed that. Now I have to go back and watch the movie again, <laughs> which is always a big thrill for me to hear. I love it when uh, when I hear people say that. 
So yeah, so I do that and um, it's really been a lot of fun. I really enjoy doing it. One of these days I am going to turn it into like a movie devotional, like an in print, like a book form, but I've had some other book projects that I have been working on that I've been focusing more of my attention on, but that is my goal to do that at some point. Cool. And um, it's also given me a really great opportunity to collaborate with, uh, you know, lots of different kinds of people. Um, my friend Paul does a podcast called Men at the Movies that I've been on several times. I think I want to say about 10 times. Now we just recently did a podcast episode on Red Dawn. We're doing another one right after Christmas on 8-Bit Christmas. Red Dawn. Red Dawn? The original yeah. Red Dawn. The only one. <laughs> she also just mentioned 8-Bit Christmas, which I brought up to you guys. 8-Bit Christmas which I th is awesome. I think I think we, as, you know enjoying games and retro games and stuff like that would appreciate oh it's such a good movie it really is good it's it's like a christmas story but in the centered, 80s centered around nintendo <laughs> as opposed to a red rider you know sweet BB gun yeah a so... red rider bb gun yeah is it not red rider no it was red rider it's a red rider bb gun okay yeah uh-huh what did you oh, think it was? Oh. How do people how do people find you online? They, where um, can they where can they go? Yeah, my blog is forgedinfilm.org. Um, or you can find me on Facebook. Uh, I have a mm. Facebook group, uh, Forged in Film, which is very active. I post um, weekly, so I do movie trailer Mondays and trivia Tuesdays and wordy Wednesdays and uh, a lot of fellowship and film Fridays when I collaborate with other people, I'll, you know, post about those on Fridays and I have a lot of fun, you know, doing little trivia contests and, you know, people chatting about movies and what they like and stuff. So you can definitely find me on there. What's Come... an example of a trivia contest? Like what would be a question you would ask people that if they would know? Well, like for instance, um, back over the summer, I did this little celebration of my one year anniversary of having a blog. And so I posted three times a day for a week and was giving away Amazon gift cards at the end of the day for the, you know, just like I would randomly pick a name. But I had trivia questions where it would be like, uh, what movie did Julie Andrews win an Academy Award for? You know, or. Sound of Music. Yeah. Uh, actually, no. No. What? No. Not an Academy Award. No. No. Not for Sounds of Music. It wasn't Sound of Music. It wasn't Sound of Music? No. Still not the Sound of Music. Peter Pan. <laughs> no. That was not her, was it? <laughs> was she Peter Pan? She was no, that was no. Mary Martin. Yeah, exactly. It was somebody else with short hair. <laughs> somebody else I mean, with short hair. Yeah. It was Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins was my she next won, guess. Yeah. She mm. won the Academy Award for Mary Sherry Poppins. Sherry Bobbins. I, uh, ironically... She took the Academy Award away from Audrey Hepburn, who was in My Fair Lady, which is what Julie oh. Andrews did on Broadway. Right, right. And they didn't cast her in the movie because they didn't think that she would translate well from stage to screen. And then she went and won the Academy Award. And became a huge actress. Yes. That's all funny. Yeah. My, my, it was pretty awesome. My family and I watched um, the first like 15 minutes of when she hosted The Muppet Show last Oh night. my gosh, yes. Yeah. Wasn't she, wasn't she on... My best friend's wedding, no, or mm, hook, no, no. Wow, <laughs> 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 it's, an, it's another Same. woman with short hair. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so that, that was Sandra Bullock, right? No. <laughs> 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 this is this is how 
Lee and I typically go through, you know, a conversation about movies. I'll generally or typically give like the wrong actor in the wrong movie on purpose. But okay, uh, I'm serious. Julia Roberts was in the proposal, right? (laughs) (laughs) How do you do that? That would that would make me want to punch Chuck in the face. No, usually we go back and forth, but I'm 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 no, I'm sorry. I get super competitive about movie trivia, so I just yeah, I tend to get a little bit overboard. No, it's fine. Get overboard. Go for it. Do whatever you want to. (laughs) Well, welcome aboard. You know, thanks for thanks for returning for um, our 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 next diehard viewing. Yeah. So before we go too so far, so if you, about I wanna, I wanna, I wanna say one thing. If you wanna go ahead and get me all those links, I will put them in the description of this on yeah. the YouTube's, on the podcast feed, and everywhere else, so they will be able to find you yeah. a lot easier. I will Sweet. gladly do that for you. Yeah, text them to me too. I'll put them on the, I'll put them on social media for yes. you as well too. Yes, I would love that. That would be great. No problem. So I was gonna say, so last year, I think you were the only <laughs> one here who actually went to the theaters to see Violent Night. Oh no, you did too. Yes. I saw Violent Night. So, Violent Night was so fantastic. So we just talked about it's Violent awesome. Night, um, which um, I think that is up online now. Coming out this week. Soon. This coming week. out this week, but coming out this I week. Said that. Well, um, okay. So get up this and do week it all over again. This this so week that we are week? recording. Yeah. Two weeks ago from when people are listening. to Exactly. This. <laughs> so my point is, we did this, but yes. Okay. So it is out our discussion about violent night so uh while we're still talking about that sarah why don't you tell us about your experience with violent night and and the company that you brought with you okay Wait a minute, you brought somebody with you <laughs> yes. yes so <laughs> okay so i i seem to if i remember if i'm remembering correctly violent night came out i think it was like maybe the second week in december or something mm-hmm. last year and I was in a super stressful spot by the time that it came out, just because, you know, Christmas, buying gifts, wrapping gifts, cooking, baking, shipping, Christmas cards, you know, like our, our church events, you know, just I was stressed to the max. And I, I was just like, I, I, I was, yeah, I was starting to have like mental, <laughs> not good mental health. So I saw this movie and it looked kind of funny. And so I, I had my roommate, uh, Diane and our friend Marie go to the movies. With us. <laughs> so, what a crew! So, so we go, we go to Chunky's, which is the cinema pub over in Pelham, and it's like my favorite go-to place, you know, for movies. If anybody is a fan of the Alamo Draft House, Chunky's is like the ugly redheaded stepchild of the Alamo Draft House. It's like Kmart is to Target, Chunky's is to Alamo Draft House. Chunky's is still around. I love Chunky's. Okay, but I I don't know. It's just my happy place. So anyway, so we went there and, you know, we're just like, oh my gosh, let's just forget the world and just watch this movie for a while. So we're watching this movie. It's not just a clever title because it's so violent. It's amazingly violent. It's like horror movie violent. It's fantastic. The movie is awesome. And it's like this hor- this this awful combination of like Die Hard and Home Alone. And Beats we're Thor. watching it. You can't forget about Thor. And Thor, yeah. Santa with his big badass hammer. Oh my gosh. So so we're we're watching this, and the first time some major act of violence happens, I just bust out laughing. 
<laughs> and Diane's looking at me in horror and at the screen, like, just like, oh, I can't even believe that just happened and stuff. And Marie is laughing. And then it just, like, the violence just kept getting worse and worse. And Marie and I are in tears. Okay, so when you say worse and worse, you actually mean better and better. <laughs> <laughs> it was getting more and more violent. Let's just put it that way. The violence was getting more intense. There was a lot the... more injuries have the image the death. image of that guy falling on the ladder and the nail going through his jaw <laughs> is imprinted on my brain it's never going anywhere it was amazing oh, no. <laughs> it was, it was well so okay so i the mean the image of the bowling ball hitting the nail into his forehead oh, the fact, the fact that he sat there for 30 seconds yes. staring at it like a dummy like yes. that was a total marv moment 100 <laughs> percent so Diane just kept getting more and more horrified and Marie and I just kept laughing harder and harder. And I'm telling you, it was just like the best stress release ever just watching all of these people get completely and totally like destroyed. <laughs> yeah, my I I offered to bring my to bring my wife out and to, to see a movie. We're gonna see um Avatar too, and she goes, Let's go watch Violent Night. <laughs> Did you tell her? Like, I'm like, are you sure you want? I haven't seen it yet. This was oh, our first. Okay. This was both of us our first time watching it, and I'm like, are you sure you? It's rated R. It's called Violent Night. I watched the preview. I'm like, I'm not sure you're gonna enjoy this. She's like, yeah, we'll watch it. What did she think it was? I don't know. Uh... And we left that. We left the theater, and I was like, that was amazing. <laughs> and her words were, that was. The worst movie I've ever wow. seen. <laughs> oh no, no, I've seen. It much wasn't worse, worse than torture. Than it was not worse than torture. Oh, so our podcast is still worse. Our than podcast Night. is still worse than Violent Night. <laughs> <laughs> I talked to my daughters too. I'm like, so you're never. Do you to guys see follow this. us? And she's like, "This is my oldest daughter." She's like, "A little bit." I'm like, "A little bit." <laughs> she, goes, she goes she goes she goes you guys need to do a nightmare before christmas i said no 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 absolutely she goes, not so, she no. goes so if i join up on your patreon and i pay the full amount and i suggest a movie you'll have to do it right i said no i'm still not doing it <laughs> that's part of the reason why i went full tier man I'm like no if, she, if, if i i will i will say it i will say it if your daughter actually goes and and does it and she wants the nightmare before christmas we're doing nightmare before christmas all right it's a paying customer right. it's gonna happen sorry chuck you're gonna lose on that one and she can't cancel her subscription after one month no <laughs> full year minimum <laughs> wow absolutely no, i was thinking next year Next year we should do something really fun like Gremlins, oh, you know, or like I'm so excited for Gremlins three. Oh yeah, right. Oh yeah. I didn't about, watch the other thing. The how about Die Hard? Whatever, how about but... Die Hard with the Vengeance? We haven't done that. Or we could do Lethal Weapon. That takes place at Christmas. One die of Hard with the Vengeance isn't a Christmas yeah. movie. Yeah. I know. No, yeah, no. Die, die Hard with no, a Vengeance takes place in the middle of some summer. What are you? What are you talking uh, about? Summer in the city. The rest of them do. Another good Christmas movie we could do. We could do. We could do. We could do. The good Christmas. What's a what's a good like? Gremlins. Not a kid's cr Gremlins. <laughs> Gremlins. The first Gremlins, Gremlins is a great yeah. Christmas movie. That's a great yeah, Christmas right. movie. I agree. I think like Gremlins. Uh, or we the first. Or the first Lethal Weapon. Yeah, it's true. Or Child's Play. Not Christmas. That's not a Christmas movie. Not Christmas at all. None of it's on Christmas. He gets the, the doll on Christmas. Christmas. We could do... No. 
It's that's a, a, that doesn't uh, count. Of course it does. The first child's play movie is absolutely a Christmas movie. I don't think I don't remember him getting the doll on Christmas. Anyway. Yeah. Anywho, but today we're doing Die Hard two. 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 Yes. So so <laughs> before before we fully get into it, what is everyone's so just to let you know, Sarah, what we do now is we do a little non spoiler for a little bit. And that is what goes up on the YouTube, and then we let people know that we get into a spoiler territory. But this is like a 30-year-old movie, so it's spoiler anyways. Um, if you haven't seen this movie, go watch it. I'm, I'm surprised you haven't seen it yet. Um, but we'll just go around. We'll start with Lee this time. What are your general thoughts on Die Hard 2? So funny thing about Die Hard 2 is I I remembered an airport uh, I remember like the baggage room, which I thought was like a bigger deal because it's all I really remembered, and and a church, uh, and obviously um, William Sadler um, playing the main bad guy, which anybody who's seen Bill and Ted know him as Death, because yes. and it, which he did like what the year after this, I think this was yeah. nineteen ninety, so it was fight. Um, <laughs> so I I love seeing him. He's 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 great in everything he's he's in. I think Rocket Man. I think this. Uh, he was. It was weird seeing him many many years later in Iron Man Three as the president of the United States. Remember they threw him in the roadie suit. Oh yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah, I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. He's been in a wow. bunch of stuff. Um, but Rocket Man was was one that sticks out the most. But um, the movie, when you compare it to Die Hard One, and Die Hard with a Vengeance, and for me, Live Free or Die Hard, which I still think is is definitely not the worst of them. Good Day to Die Hard, hands down, was the worst one. Um, it's it's very forgettable, Die Hard 2, compared to the others. Even though watching it again, I'm just like, oh, man, that was so cool. Oh, these are some really good parts. But when I watched it again, I'm like, oh, yeah. I, I, I thought it was many years since I've watched this the last time. But watching it again, I'm just like, oh, no. I, I probably watched this like a couple years ago. You know, it's just like the things that pop up, I'm like, oh, yeah. It was good. It's just compared to the others, it didn't stand out like anything above and beyond. Really cool scenes, really great parts some ridiculous stuff that happened, uh, some really out there things that don't make any sense because without giving too many spoilers, I will tell you that it does not take 27 seconds for a grenade to go off after the pins oh pulled. Gosh, but yet, yes. <laughs> it, 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 there's, um, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of that going on in this movie. That we'll get, there's a lot of that nonsense that <laughs> yeah. happens in this movie that we'll get into. It's wild. But we literally just counted before we started our conversation tonight. I'm like, ready? One. Two, we got up to 27 seconds before yeah. anything happened, and we're like, that is unrealistic. Unless they put longer fuses on the grenades, which, for what they were doing here, nah. that does not make sense yeah. that they would lengthen the, the fuses. So, anyway. Um, Rewatching it, I do like this movie. I do like it. I like the ridiculousness mm. of it. I think it falls right in line with the first one. The fact that they did it like a year later on the next Christmas is kind of strange because it makes me think this sounds like a Christmas movie. So when they did that, did the first two on Christmas and the next one's in the summer and it's like never again on Christmas <laughs> unless Good Day to Die Hard was on Christmas. I don't remember. I know it was snowing, but that was like out in was Russia. It? It, it was, it was also like it's always what, snowing five, in Russia. I mean, five, six years later, Vengeance came out. Five, so six it's, years it's... later? 96 oh, event with a vengeance yeah, yeah yeah 96 97 somewhere in there is when yeah. with Avengers. vengeance you're but, talking about some time had gone by yeah true but here but here's the thing you do a movie and then you do the next movie that takes place the same time it makes you feel like they're gonna keep following along it's like every christmas something weird happens but then they change it and you're like oh all right they're not following the same formula 
they did this again. I, I think we brought it up before a few times with Halloween. First two Halloween movies are about Michael Myers. When they tried to deviate and change the story and talk about some Halloween masks that were killing people when they watched it in front of a TV, everyone's like, what is this movie? This yeah, is not this Michael isn't Myers. This is a Christmas movie. It's a Bruce Willis movie. <laughs> right. But my point is, it threw people off. When you watch Terminator Salvation and there's no time travel in it, people are like, what is it? Where's the time travel? It's like, you've been screaming that you want to see the war forever. We gave you the war and you don't like that. It's like, the thing is, if you start going in a certain path, in a certain pattern for so long, once you deviate, people are going to get very confused. And I think that's kind of an issue that happened here with the Die Hard movies, making the first two on Christmas and then never again. Kind of throws people off a bit. Right. So that's that's my only thing I'd say about it. All right. Sarah, quick two, uh, three minutes on your thoughts on the movie. Yeah. Spoiler so, I, like I said, I watched this last year because I had watched Die Hard the night before. And so I thought I'd go to, on to Die Hard 2. And before that, I had not seen it in at least like a decade. So I, I barely remembered anything about it. Likely, I remembered there was an airport. I remembered his wife was stuck on a plane. And I remember the, the, the grenade scene you know and stuff and that, i think that was pretty much it and and up, upon re-watching it i re i thought this was like so convoluted like the first one was you know fairly simplistic you know terrorists take over a building he tries several different things to stop them as he's hiding and you know attacking them this one seemed like it was all over the place with different subplots and you know like this twist at the end and you know like uh, so many different things happening i was having a little trouble kind of keeping up with some of it. Um, and then the fact that, you know, I, I remembered that Rennie Harlan directed it, which is like, oh, let's uh, crank Michael Bay up to 11 uh, if he was from Finland, you know. So, <laughs> um, so, so yeah. Uh, but um, I definitely didn't enjoy it as much as the first one. Um there was a lot that felt extremely contrived and straight up silly, but there was also some entertaining cameos in there. And, um, you know, it was always uh, entertaining to see William Atherton play a jerk again. I don't think he ever played a nice guy ever. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, no. I always remember him being, he got a little kooky at the end of biodome. <laughs> little kooky. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he just I think he just spent the entirety of the eighties playing a massive butthead. Ghostbusters, real genius. Mm -hmm. Yep. But he was good at it, so yes, you know, was. gotta give him that. Mm. Will <clears throat> your your thoughts. So unlikely, I think this is the worst of the Die Hard movies easily. Um, for a lot of the reasons that Sarah said, I think this is overly contrived. I think there's a lot going on in this movie for such a short runtime. It tried to give you everything that like a sequel should be. They're putting Bruce Willis in the exact same scenario, only they're taking him out of the tower and putting him in an airport. Um, there was a lot of things in this movie that really didn't need to happen. Like Lee said earlier, there's a lot of timing issues let's just say mm -hmm. there there's there's a lot of that going on here i'm not going to get into it all right now i i think one of the biggest problems that i have is just it's it's supposed to be die hard but they don't they, they didn't spend the money like it felt like the budget wasn't there to do this movie and there are there are there are reasons why i don't understand 
I don't fully understand the motivations in, in the bad guys trying to get like the drug lord out and free. It seemed really weird and kind of all over the place that they were just trying to pigeonhole the story in there and it just, it doesn't work on so many different levels. At least with the other Die Hard movies, the, 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 the last two that came out that I'm speaking, I'm not even going to pretend like I know their names. At least with those two movies, they were action movies. They were dumb action movies and it was just Bruce Willis being an action hero and there was nothing really else going on and you didn't need to have a whole lot of information going into them here they try to give you a lot of backstory they try to make things make sense they try to give the terrorists some type of motivation and it just kind of falls flat for me that's my that's that that's my thoughts and of course i mean bruce willis has to be the hero but there are there are things that he does that i don't understand you could tell 100 that this movie was made before 9 11 because there's absolutely no way any of this would ever happen flash a badge and you're allowed to go into the back with no problem absolutely not. absolutely not and and like one of you said earlier you know i forgot that you were allowed to bring un like wrapped up presents and everything else through an airport or a taser or a gun you can have shoot shootouts in the back of an airport and nobody comes running they send two cops to be like what's going on it's so it's it's the, it, it, the times of this movie shows on top of all that as well i'll get into more of it but those are just yeah this i don't this movie aged like milk for me i don't like it i don't think i'll ever watch this movie again to be honest it's bad it's i don't think it's good at all okay so Chuck. will hates it will hates it <laughs> i didn't say i hated it but yeah it comes <laughs> off like i hate it okay fine out of all of them, he doesn't like it. Sarah Lee. Wait a minute. Sarah Ann Lee. Not Sarah Lee. No. <laughs> Sarah Ann Lee are kind of like, eh, it's not the best, but it's not the worst either. And I enjoy it. Okay. <laughs> I liked you, it. Of course you do. Of course you do. I, I think... <laughs> <laughs> I th I agree that there is there's a lot of stuff that is the timing is way off. Uh, there's one part specifically that I pointed out to Lee. I was like, "How does this make sense?" I'll bring it up in, in a little bit. Um, there is a lot of stuff. How is an LA cop getting around and all this stuff? Yes. How 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 is he the only one that knows everything that's going on? But other than that. To me, it's your regular action flick. He gets hurt. He gets the crap beat out of him. He gets bloody. He gets messed up, and he wins. Yeah. And I, I think I think he he says the line in the movie. Why does you know, this this happened to me last year? You know, the same thing every year type thing. You know. Um, Why does the same I, shish happen to the same guy twice? That's the line. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, and it it just it sets up the movie perfect, and I enjoy it. I, I when it comes to action movies like this, I look beyond the stupidity of the things that happen because in ninety nine percent of action movies, the majority of things that happen would never happen at all anywhere else. So I I go beyond that even in movies like this. When um, this when, when, like when, every, when you have every a movie like Bond movie. He kind of, he walks away clean every time in every James Bond movie. So at least he walks away like in this movie at the very end, like his neck is like dripping with blood. It's like covered. Like, well, that's a little a little too much. That's the thing I enjoy about about the Die Hard movies is that he gets his butt handed to him throughout it. It's not like yeah. he goes through and like, I mean, 
Sean Connery does not have a hair out of place at the end of a lot of those 007 movies. And here, Bruce Willis is a bloody mess. Every time. No, actually, it might be only a hair out of place with Sean Connery, and that's it. (laughs) That's the thing. It's just that. You know, you see it, and you're like, oh, look, he's got bangs suddenly. And that's about it. But here, like, he comes out, and he is just, he's a wreck. He's shot up. He's he's cut up. He's, you know, whatever. Um, But... yeah, that's what I appreciate about the Die Hard movies is this guy, although he's like really good at being a cop and just walks himself in all these situations and can't just walk away, he gets his butt handed to himself. And I, and I would rather see that than somebody just walk in with a machine gun and just win. You know, I don't want to see Steven Seagal walking in and just like snapping necks. And that's that's right. that's all she wrote. Commando. Uh, I was actually I was watching a video <laughs> earlier today, uh, this morning, about how he was the worst SNL host, and they wanted to like get rid of him and have somebody else. They actually, it was the only time they ever considered not having a host for a week because they were so fed up with him. Because, Steven Seagal. Yeah, because he was not willing to play play the game and be a part of everything. He just he like. No, like he refused to let them make fun of him, which is what everybody does when they go onto SNL is they allow themselves to be made fun of. Right. He refused. And and all he wanted to do was just beat up everybody. Like that was his act is that he beat up all the characters on SNL. Even the Richmeister, like threw him out a window. Like <laughs> it was ridiculous. Anyway, that's that's my issue with a lot of with a lot of action films. They're dumb like that. We've got Chuck Norris, who's just like takes everybody out. Nothing against Chuck Norris, <laughs> but that's the type of action film it is, you know. With well a roundhouse, with a roundhouse kick. <laughs> that's, ah, type of t- well that's, a, that's a type of TV show that it was. Walker Texas Ranger. Oh yeah. Just that <laughs> yeah. all every episode was the same thing. Roundhouse kick, roll no credits at the end. <laughs> roundhouse <laughs> kick. Yep. But I I like in this where like I I, I always compare it to like Jack Sparrow where he just kind of like falls into something and it works out for him somehow and you're like how did that work with the situations in this where john mcclain just happens to fall into like that would never happen john mcclain is much more competent than jack sparrow let's come on that's not even a fair comparison i I know i'm just saying like in john mcclain is apparently much more competent than anybody in these movies (laughs) yes 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 including the fbi and the entire police force but i think that's one of my main problems I think that's Winslow one of my main problems with this one is this this movie is sandwiched in between two very well written, acted, and just directed action movies. This one mm. feels so odd compared to you know the original and with a vengeance. This it it just something I don't know. That should whatever. Whatever. Well, I think we've we've gone long enough. Have we? So now we're gonna, right, we're gonna yeah. have a great one, everyone. Bye. <laughs> no. No, at this point in time, we're going to switch right over to spoiler territory. So if you want to catch the rest of what we're talking about, obviously on audio form, it is 100% free. But if you want to catch the rest of the conversation in video form, find us on Patreon. Search us up at Black and White Reviews. See you guys there. So one of the things I want to bring up (laughs) is we keep bringing up timing. (laughs) And the one issue, not the have, one issue, but will, one of Will's the, biggest issue. One of it's the biggest issues biggest issue. I have, yes, is yes. that is this this like table thing falls on top of Bruce Willis in oh. the in the thing, and he's okay. stuck under the table. Yep, uh-huh. yep. And he takes his pole because he sees his gun yep. on the 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 conveyor the belt. conveyor belt, <laughs> and yep. he pushes the it. The moving sidewalk, uh-huh. and the guy on the other side is what twelve feet from the gun. Not even. 
not and even he's 12 feet. Running They're to right the gun. there. They're right there. The scene yeah. takes I don't know how long, but much longer than it should. He is two steps away from grabbing that gun, but he is running mm-hmm. full sprint, full sprint towards it, and it takes him a while. Why? For what reason? There was no reason to see like that had to happen. It was so illogical. It's it really is. It's my biggest problem with this movie, which is like why I'm like, how did how did this happen? Like how did a scene like this? pass or even like early or was it after in the film when they're on the way to the no it is the same scene a little bit before that there's a there's this whole scaffolding that falls over on a guy and it's clearly a dummy and the dummy just like oh, yeah. up in half it's so <laughs> why how did this happen how does something like that happen like this i don't understand all the money went to the explosions yeah I, I, evidently yep. Evidently, no, I, I, I think that's why you get something like Austin Powers that, that rips on that trope of the timing with the guy going, no, yeah, <laughs> with the steamrollers like yes. 50 something like yards away. Yeah, <laughs> and he yeah. does it for like you know, for a good solid like 20 seconds as it gets closer and closer, but he clearly could have just taken a step to the left and would have been fine. But no, that's what they ripped on here is just how timing does not make sense in any type of action scene in an action-esque movie. So we get that, we understand. We're not watching Die Hard to be like, hmm, let's time this and make sure it counts. But because we're going to find all of these dumb things like this, the grenades, 27 seconds for a grenade? No, not at all, nowhere. Why would they ever set the fuse to be 27 seconds long? Makes zero sense. They did not have these issues in Die Hard or with a Vengeance or the other two. These timing issues that we're talking about right now, they weren't there in those movies. So they weren't there in these movies? they, movies? They weren't there in the other ones. They are not as jarring as it is here. The inconsistencies aren't as jarring as it is in this movie. They are, they are. That's true. In your face. <laughs> they really are wanting to stretch people's like level of belief. A yeah. Lot. There was I don't just, know. like I straight up was I, I was looking through the trivia for this because that's what I do. And when he's talking about how the guy has a ceramic gun yes. that's undetectable <laughs> in the metal detectors, yeah, I'm like, the oh, chamber really? itself is actually so, still metal. Um, all of the ammunition is also undetectable mm-hmm. in this ceramic gun. Yeah, so it's actually not ceramic. It's a type of polymer um, that was actually oh. not that gun. He's called a Glock 7. I think it was like a Glock 17 or something yeah. along those lines. Um, but the reality was those guns that were made were polymer, but they still had a metal chamber, which would still be clearly detected in metal detectors. And so, the armorer for the movie was straight up like, you guys, this isn't a thing. Yeah. It's not <laughs> real. And they're like, nope, it's in the script. It's safe. <laughs> so, okay then. <laughs> Even some of the one-liners don't work on the part of Bruce Willis. What oh sets off the metal, metal detector first? The lead in your butt or the poop in your brain? Like, how, 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 <laughs> who wrote that? Who? And, and, and it was like a build-up to that, too. Like, he walks out yes. and stops, like, I've got something really good to say. And you watch No, go, you don't. You don't no. have anything good to say. <laughs> it was the dumbest line that could come out of Bruce Willis's mouth in that moment. It was unbelievable to me. 
apparently uh bruce willis was very into the improv like he just started improving a lot of those one-liners a lot and rennie harlan loved it so he told him to do it as much as he wanted oh which no. he just took to the wall man <laughs> he just took to the wall which was one of the things that really irritated me about this movie because okay you know what it's an it's an 80s early 90s action flick it's got one-liners that's what that's one of the tropes for action movies but there were so many. It was like everything that came out of his mouth was a one-liner. So it's like I couldn't take anything he said seriously. Well, when he ejects himself, when he ejects himself from the plane and he's under the tarp and he actually says, "Where's the door? Where's the, where's the where's door?" The door? <laughs> <laughs> so. Dude, I'm, la I'm laying, I'm laying all this out there. I'm laying all this out there so that Chuck will try to defend it because you did say you like this movie and I'm just waiting. <laughs> <laughs> you're kind of mum. Like the three of us are ripping this movie to shreds right now and you're just like, yep. Yep. You don't have a whole lot. Come on. I said I, I, said I enjoyed this movie. I didn't say it was well written. You clearly, <laughs> you clearly like established yourself as being in opposition to us. Come on. It was still a fun movie. It was stupid, but it was still a fun movie. Like, obviously, you know, the, the, the grenade scene when he, when he ejects himself out of the plane. First of all, if you eject yourself out of a plane from on the ground, you're not landing with the parachute. That's just not happening. Now, did you see that plane? That plane would not have an ejector seat. It was like a freight plane. It had nothing. To, there was no need because of how slow that goes. Anybody could just open up the door and jump out. There's no that was not a, Yeah. There's no like There's no, like it's not a jet. There's no, no like opening. No, it's not a jet. <laughs> so, but that with that exact scene where he's launched out of that, I'm pretty sure that in with a vengeance that when they did the manhole like, flooding scene, they just cut and pasted just cut him and, paste. <laughs> and put him over water versus over fire um i was surprised that they waited until the very end for the yippee line I mean, yeah i'm happy they did like the very very end yeah it was it was the yeah. the bow the wrapping yeah finally let's close it off here uh light it on fire yeah no. fantastic you want to talk about that jet fuel <laughs> ignites at a much higher uh temperature than a little cigarette lighter than a Zippo. There's no way, there's no way that that flame would have caught the way that it did. Never mind, caught up to a plane that is taking off on the runway. You might have caught up if it was not at all. And also, not at all. Have you seen what happens when they dump fuel behind a jet? I'm talking like a fighter jet. There's, a, there's, there's videos you can look up. They dump fuel while they're like, while the afterburners are going or whatever. And you see just uh, like, you know, what looks like a flamethrower behind the jet. It's not blowing the jet up. It's just, that's it. There's no way that that flame would have caught up because it was way no. behind. And next thing you know, it's whoop, right up and the whole thing catches on fire. I looked it up a long time ago because so many movies show the whole thing where a guy just, like lights a cigarette and goes, Ugh, flicks it out and then something blows up. That's not how that works. It, it does not blow up that easily. No, not from a cigarette. You're right. I agree with you. I've right. tried it, but it doesn't work. Yeah, with the whole cigarette, We've all tried it. the whole cigarette thing though. When he's in the airport and he's talking to Winslow <laughs> on on about the whole fax machine and he's doing the whole fax. Two things I saw with that: those fax machines in the '90s sent and received faxes super fast. Oh yeah, super fast. I was like, <laughs> today they don't even go that fast. 
And then he's having a cig. He's smoking a butt while he's waiting for the thing, and he just drops it on the floor. And I'm yeah. like, Yeah, yeah, he does. How many yeah. people are dropping lit cigarettes? He didn't even step on it. He just no, drops it. Just drops he, it. Pretty much. I'm here. Just, just here for the facts, ma'am. No, just the facts, ma'am. Wait, I want to go back line. to the plane blowing up again for a second because I also want to somebody to tell me how that plane even got even a little bit off the ground when you just crunched a guy through the engine. So, also, <laughs> yes. Now, two things. One, the engine changed when he went through it. It was a different engine than what we saw on the plane. Okay. So when they shot that, it didn't even look the same. One. Two, <clears throat> do you recall what happens when a seagull goes through a plane? <laughs> in Indiana, Indiana Jones? Jones and the Last Crusade? Yeah. That was a propeller. <laughs> Okay, regardless. You've got body parts crunched up in your engine. That is a full yeah. yes. man. Okay, not a pigeon, not a man's head. <laughs> His entire body and clothes. That engine is done. That engine is toast. Oh, but, no, but no, not here. Him falling off the wing of the plane. He wasn't wouldn't... like a skinny dude either. That was a big dude. Yeah. And Bruce Willis falling. Mr. McDowell. Bruce Willis falling off the wing of the plane. He would be knocked out. Yeah, there isn't like a, I, speaking I, speaking of this whole thing and the, the problems that we're having with this plane situation right now there isn't a runway in america that's that long that's yeah. a long time that that plane was running trying to get up to speed to like take off there's no way oh yeah there's no <laughs> way so outside of these few out- a, it was just a circle it was a track <laughs> it was just around. let's build up enough speed and then finally it takes off it's a really small airport I... actually, no, dallas is huge dallas actually dallas airport is massive to the point where their terminals you have to take like this Trains. weird like trolley thing yeah. in between the terminals yeah i didn't know that and i got very confused i'm just like where am i going why am i going on this weird monster truck trolley okay is this going to bring me where I need to go? Am I going to miss my plane? Where am I going? That, that airport's huge. Massive. Anyway. So, I mean, those those are just the few discrepancies that I found. Outside few? of that. Few? Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. I have to Let's keep well. going. We've listed, we've listed a laundry list of problems with this movie truck. Would, would you, oh, you've already lost. Was, how cold would you say it was out there? <laughs> you know, I mean, it was snowing the entire time. How cold would you say? If you just to guess a number. Oh, geez, at least thirty-two degrees if it's snowing. Okay. So. Yeah. At what temperature do you start to see breath? Nobody in this entire movie ever had like breath, like exhaust, like showing up in the air. Yeah, none Bruce of them. Willis, not one. <laughs> Bruce Willis and his other guy, for, the other guy with the silver hair, when he was climbing guy. down, you okay. could see their breath. Okay. So one time. Okay. No, no. When he's uh, even when he's like on, even when they did do it, when they did show breath, I'm gonna disagree with you, Lee. When he's on the he's on the runway and he's trying to like flag down the plane to let them know, hey, we're here. You're you're uh-huh. you're, you you're coming in breath. too hot. Whatever. Before the plane blows up, right? There's breath uh-huh. there, but it doesn't matter okay. because the audio is a mess in that one moment, and he's clearly <laughs> on a soundstage because the echo is just bouncing <laughs> off of everything in that scene. It doesn't. I I'm yeah. I'm not. I'm. I know that's a nitpick of mine. I don't care. Like audio no, I, is a really big deal for me in in movies like this. And when you're clearly on a soundstage and you can't <laughs> figure it out in an action movie, I no, no, 
Let's talk about other planes blowing up, like that British Airways flight that yeah. was apparently landing on fumes and then somehow exploded yes. in a massive fireball yes. when it hit the ground. <laughs> when it first landed, I'm just like, oh, well, I mean, they're obviously going to make it because they, and they did kind of land. They should be fine. No, nope. little explosion and then massive explosion. Yes. From what? Fumes. <laughs> yeah. Fumes, you yeah. know, like when you take the lighter and you put it in your hand and then poof, poof. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else? I, I nowadays it makes more sense. We're talking like 1990. They didn't even have a name, I think, for this. But the reality is that they said the Anakin Skywalk. Anybody else hear Anakin Skywalker seven times? I did hear it a little yeah. bit. They kept saying the Anakin Skywalk, and I'm like, the Anakin Skywalker? The Anakin Skywalker. Wait, what? <laughs> the Anakin Skywalk. Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> That's all you can hear now. Yeah. Right. Yes, it's true. That's all I could hear. Well, uh, why is... I'm just not going to talk this. <laughs> no, I want you to talk. <laughs> <laughs> this one... I don't care what time era you're in. I don't care if it is before 9-11. Why is the controls for the entire airport running beneath a church? Any Anybody? Anybody? They can just well, dig they, up. They, they can just dig up a that. piece of the ground and hack into the wires that's running beneath the church and have control over the whole airport. Why? Well, he they, tried to explain something. He about explained that, that when they were the showing the, with the yeah. maps, and he was saying that this used to be part of the airport before used to they be. bought. Right. right, used to be. Mm -hmm. They don't so fix they, that. They don't think that that no, might be a problem. They just build over it. They just no, build right it. over it. I'm just. Yeah. No one would think otherwise. How about like? anybody can walk into this control tower yeah because yeah. it's apparently just you know open to how'd they the get public. in here <laughs> well they just I, walked in how sir. did john mcclain get in here how did <laughs> the press the get in here yeah, even the she reporter out about him nowhere i was i was even going like who let her in <laughs> what's going on i want to go to the control tower now it was apparently so easy to access i want to go check it out now <laughs> they just let anybody in <laughs> Okay, we ripped on this movie, Chuck. Why don't Why don't you talk a little bit about what you what you liked? Hey, how come we don't have plane phones now? Oh my god! We did that nineteen ninety, yeah. but we don't now. We don't now. How come they had technology? How come they have plane phones directly? Yeah. How do they have plane phones? But then when we got cell phones, they told us to turn them off. Yeah. Like, oh, do you ever see that video? Step. Because magic the explain that. They have, Apparently. they have plain phones, and then we have cell phones. Oh no, we can't have the phones anymore. You have to turn your phone off. Yeah, I don't uh -huh. know about today. Today's different, but no, no, no. I used one once. It was like eleven dollars a minute. <laughs> Jeez, how do you call her directly? That's a very good question. No idea. Yeah, but yeah, I, that was like I mean, for eleven dollars a minute. That must be really good, sir. That was right. That was like a ton of my notes. Like, hey, remember when you used a pager slash airphone slash phone booth? Like, hey, remember when you could bring tasers on planes? Remember when you could bring wrapped presents into airports? Oh, and this was just a totally random one. Remember when you would actually park and go into the airport to meet someone? Like, who who, who does that now? I don't know anybody. Everybody I know just like pulls up to the curb and waits for the person to come out. Yeah. You know, like, honey, I'm in the cell phone lot. You know, yeah. like, um, 
you know, text me. Like, I, I can't think of anybody who actually parks and goes in to meet somebody in the airport. <laughs> I mean, I yeah. suppose if you, if it's a special occasion or you're like wanting to surprise the person or something, mm-hmm. you could do that. But that just seems extremely rare to me now. Oh, and remember when airports, air, airplane seats were huge with lots of leg room? Well, that yeah. was first class. Well, I've been in first class like in the past couple of years, and they don't look like that anymore. Like when she's bending over in the crash position, she's got at least like a mm. foot in front of yeah, her. Yeah, she paid for the extra she, leg room. She had a ton of space. That was crazy. Yep. Money, 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 get money. It. Get as many people on I that will, plane as you I, possibly can. I will say there's a couple of things in here. I just lost one of them, so I'll have to remember that. But um, when Esperanza lands and he opens up the door, he goes, ah, freedom. And then McLean punches him in the face. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great part. And it reminds me of, you know, welcome to Earth. You know, yeah. yeah, I was just thinking that. Independence Day, yeah. Very much like the exact same thing. Okay, and I, and I thought so that if we're going to rip on it, here's, here's one question I do have. How when he's in the the cockpit of the plane and they try to shoot through the door, the door is bulletproof, but the rest of the plane is not. Mm, yeah, <laughs> I understand that. That's right. This yeah. is valid. This is valid. You would think that the door would go first before the like rest of the plane, but so I'm I'm gonna read this. This is a big one that that I um was just pulling up here. I'm just gonna. Uh, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna go. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, come on. What? I'm just kidding. Come back. So come back. Let's talk about reality here. Now I understand it's a movie, and they could just be making stuff up. But he does say DC. They are talking about Dallas. So Reagan National Airport and Dallas International are only 27 miles apart. Okay. However, Baltimore slash Washington International Airport is still only 57 miles away from Dallas by road. 46 from one to the other directly. It, this is all. This is from IMDb, actually. In the movie, we're informed that the Nash, that National has closed due to weather conditions. But BWI is never even mentioned, even though it was dedicated in 1950 and acquired by the state of Maryland in 1972. So if the planes are low on fuel, if they could just circle around for 90 minutes, they could have easily just been redirected to BWI. Furthermore, New York City is a 45-minute plane ride from D.C., <laughs> And has three major airports itself, <laughs> JFK, LaGuardia, and LaGuardia, and Newark. Division or diversion of all aircraft in need was feasible and doable. Yes. So none of this had to happen. I, I know they said, they did say at one point in the movie, like, anybody who's already landing, just have them circle around. But before, but tell the other people, you know, hey, if you're on, if you're en route, just go somewhere else. They still could have just told these people once they got, you know, communication. Hey, turn around and go anywhere else. Go 60 miles down the road, which they could easily do. So flying around for the entirety of this movie. I don't know. I mean, they did make their one comment about how I think it was the Nashville airport that had gotten closed and they were sending the Nashville traffic to D.C. So maybe those other airports were closed due to the storm. Maybe. But they have no radios. That, and, many and no <laughs> that many airports. That many airports are closed because of the story. I don't. I don't buy it. I also don't. I also don't buy that. The, okay, so you have a pilot in this movie who decides. You know what? We gotta land. So they have agency. You mean to tell me that some of the other pilots don't just say, "Hey, let's just go to another airport for an emergency <laughs> landing." It's not. Now, <laughs> go ahead. Let's also think about this. 
it was a snowstorm, right? Do you think these guys came up with the plan a couple days ahead of time or have been planning it for a long time and expecting it? Hey, guess what? We're going to have a massive snowstorm on this day because we know how great weather predictions are, right? So they planned for it to be, you know, have bad visibility. So bad that people couldn't see the tarmac as they're coming up to it. Yeah. Is that realistic? Well, I mean, you know for the amount of planning is... they did for it to happen on the day that that guy's getting moved and say, okay, it's perfect because the weather's going to be so bad nobody can see. I know, I'm just saying we've seen some pretty bad weather coming in, and next thing you know, it's like drip, drip, and then that's the end. You know what else is kind of unrealistic <clears throat> is that they had that walkie-talkie underneath the dashboard there ready to go for him. That the janitor just happens to stumble upon. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, the one that, in the plane that Esperanza is flying. They had yeah. the the walkie talkie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. okay. Never mind that one. Yeah, that yeah, that. Like, yeah. how much control did they have over this plane where they just had that like under there ready to go for him? Let me just ask. Let me ask you. Was it just me, or were there no subtitles when he and the other dude? Were no, there Spanish? wasn't, and that drove me nuts. Like I, I understood what they were saying. Like it was pretty clear with you know body language and knowing a basic you know basic spanish you know background yeah that that's enough but there was there was there were no subtitles and then later on we was talking to the pilots they're all speaking english well, that bug just snot out of me I was, yeah that it, me so it wasn't so just me okay it's like the first time i watched the passion of the christ i had no subtitles <laughs> and i'm like is this whole movie like this <laughs> because there's no sub- i have no idea what they're saying i mean i've read scripture so i get what they're probably saying but Nah, I just watched the whole movie with no subtitles. Have any of you ever watched the television version of this movie? Where they edit out all oh, the yeah. curse words, because but they have Mr. the horrible Falcon. voiceover Falcon. that's not even Bruce Willis? <laughs> they just have some guy do the voiceover, and it's like, it's clearly not Bruce Willis. And it's the most, I, I, one of them was, when he says yippee-ki-yay, he says yippee-ki-yay in a Spanish accent and, like, throws in, uh, uh, um, what does he say? Yippee-ki-yay el, el camarada, something like that. And it's like, they're not even, they're not Russian, they're Spanish. What are you doing? So, Yeah. For the second time during this podcast, I want to give Chuck the opportunity to tell us what he liked about the movie because we've been ripping on it this entire time. So for the second time, Chuck, please tell us some things that you liked about this movie. I can't say Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say something that's going to get rebutted in two seconds. Um, No, I... I never said it was well written. I never said that it was well directed. I just, it for me, it is a fun action Christmas movie. It doesn't have to make sense to me. It is one of those things where I watch it and I go, that was fun. I really enjoyed it. Don't say anything, Lee. <laughs> I was just both. Ahead, I was looking at Lee's face and I'm like, he's ready. Lee is so ready. I'm just going to say, Die Hard 1 is much more of a Christmas movie than this one is. We know it's around Christmas time, but Die Hard 1 was actually a Christmas party and ho, 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 now I have a machine gun. This happens on Christmas Eve into Christmas Day. I understand that, but they didn't really focus so much on Christmas, more just like, I don't know. I feel They like mentioned I, Christmas more in this movie than they did in the first one. Did they really? Why, Because just between him and, the, uh, the and Lorenzo there? Yeah. yeah. The beginning and the end. No, the first one. Yeah, the first one wasn't with the, with the captain. 
The first what? one? One what? When he's having the when his car's getting towed. Oh yeah. It wasn't with the captain. No, it was just his brother, Vito. <laughs> right. <laughs> Could you get more Italian than that? <laughs> no, for me it was a it was just a fun action movie. Um, they set it up where you know obviously he's gonna be the only one who understands what's going on. Nobody else is smart enough to figure out what's going on. Oh and yeah, that to me is pretty funny. But I enjoy because it, it sets up who John McClane is and. You know, he gets his butt handed to him often. He I is do the. Like the I do the, like that the movie the doesn't waste a whole lot of time to get going. Like we almost immediately right. start out with like the shootout, and he's in the back, and we're we're off to the races, and we know that the terrorists are there. Like, there's not a whole lot of time. There's not a whole lot of guessing that you have to do to figure out who's who and what's what and what's going on. It it jumps yeah, off. Yeah, we got that with Die Hard with a Vengeance too. Die Hard with a Vengeance starts right off with him being pulled into a. Uh, I mean, pretty much, right? He gets pulled into a van. They're like, okay, here's an well, issue. Well, no, Die, like, Hard, oh, Die Hard with a Vengeance starts off with a building exploding. Like, that's that's like oh, the yeah, hot exactly. times, summer in the city, kaboom. Like, that's... Boom. The... <laughs> <laughs> well, Chuck, if you enjoyed it, I think that's great. Because there's tons of movies that I absolutely love and enjoy incredibly that are absolute crap. <laughs> Tell me that Alone in the Dark is one of them. No, never. No. Wow. <laughs> No, Equilibrium. No. What is wrong with all of you people who wow. say that you guys are like <laughs> into movies? Hey, Chuck, if everybody else says it's bad, maybe you're the problem. <laughs> wow. No, you know what? I know what the problem is. The problem is the naked yoga in this movie. Yeah, that was a little That odd. I didn't understand. It wasn't <laughs> yoga. It was martial arts. It was martial okay, arts. Okay, well. And yeah, I watched it. I was like, um... Okay, okay, you know what? Correct me if I'm a little wrong. Off. He's, okay. he's a little. <laughs> She's not okay. Correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> I'm not a guy, but I feel like that would be very uncomfortable doing naked. Yes. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. 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 <laughs> Most likely. Because okay, like as a imagine, woman, I can if I, I can was imagine practicing martial arts naked. I would have things getting in the way. Let's just say that. <laughs> Yeah, I, I got no good defense for this. <laughs> I got nothing. Yeah, <laughs> the only thing I could say is that maybe if you're trying to get like a real good stretch and a real good workout, clothes could be a little constricting. That's the only thing that that's the only thing that I'll say. But other than that, eh, 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 eh. I'll, I'll say this for a guy: underwear at least. Sure, for safety, you know. Yeah, for it's safety. Like, it's the for same safety. Thing for yeah, safety. For. for for a woman, sports bra. Yes. <laughs> for a guy, sports bra. <laughs> <laughs> for but Bob. I, I didn't I didn't understand that scene at all. Like I'm like, this does not seem like it's helping you it do a total, better workout. No, it made total sense. <laughs> Was it supposed to make him look like more nope. of a... The scene like... made total sense. They just wanted to show his tuckus. Mm. I so guess. they did. I didn't know he was Jewish. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. I'm talking about his tuckus, not his front. <laughs> we know what you mean. Thank you. Thank you very much. How could you tell, Lee? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean... You do admit, though, 
except for Lee, except for Will, because he'll never <laughs> watch it again. This movie is fun, and you guys will watch it, except for Will, every year. <laughs> or every other year, every few years, because it's still a good Christmas movie. I don't know how often I would go back to it. It might be a decade before there, I revisit. There's definitely other ones that I would choose to watch over this. Definitely. But... There other, yeah. There are other I Christmas mean... movies that I would want to watch, yeah. Like Maybe I'd put it on someday when I'm like wrapping presents to have on in the background or something, but you know. Yeah, background Christmas music, guns blowing, you know, blowing <laughs> things up. Uh, I just, I don't know. It's just one of those movies where I look past all the craziness and I go, it's just a fun movie. It's just a, and that's where, and that's where I've always differed from. Both of you, Will and Lee. I can actually look past that stuff and enjoy a movie because it's supposed to be stupid and fun. It doesn't have to always make sense. The writing doesn't always have to line up. You know, it, I can still... That's why I like Equilibrium. That's why I like Alone in the Dark. Is they're just fun movies. You know this what? was just a fun action movie. And that's all it was supposed to be. It wasn't supposed to be like this think through the whole process everything's supposed to line up it was supposed to be he is he is finding himself within 24 <laughs> hours time frame in every impossible situation and yet still See, 24 hours time frame 90 minutes <laughs> they're in a plane circling there's no way it's 24 hours 90 minutes you're, you're, so you're... You, you, well you're no, saying... saying no 90 minutes from when they start it but there's all the time up until that point so, so, so call it five hours. So it's a few okay. hours, and every impossible thing that could potentially happen to him happens to him. Mm -hmm. So granted, that would never happen. That right there is so unrealistic that everything else is already unrealistic. So I go, this whole movie is unrealistic. Let's just have fun. And I go into it and having fun, and I enjoy it because it's now just fun. Mm. I feel I just, so bad for you guys. That you guys yeah. that. that's, that's perfectly fine. Listen, for the, for an action movie, for like the action sequences that are in this, it's fine for what it is. There's there's no problems there. My problem is that there is a story going on that I can't just simply ignore. Why does his wife just happen to have to be on a plane? Why does the drug lord happen to be flying into the same airport? Why does the terrorist have to come to get the drug lord out? Why is why is the what, what's supposed to be what's supposed to be like the military like crew like commando whatever like unit coming in why so, did they turn so, coat all of a sudden like, out of say, nowhere why did that have to happen why does like, william atherton happen to be on the same plane as his wife as right his wife? Yeah, yeah well, there's a, there's a lot what? of that going on in this movie and it's like okay if you want to no, like it for the action if you want to like it for the action you can like it for the action but that there, there there's a story going on that you can't just ignore but it's the, i can't same thing as the first movie too is why was she in the building why did the building have to do that why was she there why all of this because stuff... she worked there and he was going to visit her like there was yeah, a whole thing exactly set why. up in that movie to get you to that mm -hmm. point so right they're, they're in an office they're in an office building where she works they're having marital issues he goes to like try to reconcile and here come the terrorists from money that was the whole thing here the terrorists are coming to get out a drug lord why because he's landing there which makes no sense none you don't take a prisoner <laughs> a war prisoner and bring him to dulles airport <laughs> no it flies into a military base that has a prison there's no way that he would be going to a civilian airport 
That's yeah. that's problem number one that ruins the entire movie from the beginning. No. Yes. No. no what I'm saying, no, as far as no. factual information, that is not factual. There's I know, no but that's that what I'm saying sense. is this entire movie is completely <laughs> unfactual and impossible, <laughs> and it would never happen. No. And we know that. Con Air would never happen, and yet we love that movie. Put down the bunny. <laughs> the Rock would never happen, That's and we love say. that movie. That's what I was going to say. So the scene, when I when I remembered, I'm like, oh, isn't this a movie where he runs out there with, like, you know, a flare or something to show the plane? And I'm like, oh, no, that was The Rock, which is basically the same thing. When he runs out, he's like, hey, yeah. with the fire. Yeah. But it looked cooler in The Rock because Michael Bay. Yeah, in slow-mo. Yeah. Passion in the Desert was impossible. We all loved that movie. No, we didn't. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Did you Come bring on. it up? Yeah, you keep. You bring it that up. movie up all the time. I'm starting to. The maybe last time that was brought that up, you... the last time that it was brought up, you brought it up. All right. So while we're while we're wrapping up, I think this conversation here. Um, I know we talked about like potential for next year. Like Gremlins wouldn't be a bad one. I'm Gremlins thinking awesome. Scrooged. <gasps> Scrooge is so good. Have you seen? Have you guys seen Scrooged with nah. Bill Murray? What you haven't seen? It's a modern retelling, or well, back in 1989, I 88, guess, or 88, yeah. retelling of Christmas Carol. But so it's good. it's about. Uh, Frank Cross or something? Frank Cross. Yeah, so Bill Murray plays this TV executive who's just a greedy jerk, and he goes through the whole Christmas Carol thing. But it's actually, it's pretty good. It's amazing. I was actually watching that at the manger this year. <laughs> can we watch, awesome. can we Can we just do like 30, 30 days of Hallmark movies? No. No. Wow. No, because <laughs> my daughters and my wife, when I'm not around, all they watch is like those movies on Pure Flix. And it's like, the Christmas on Christmas, the Christmas uh, list, the Christmas wish, uh, uh, the text before Christmas, or like it's it's all junk, junk. My roommate Diane <laughs> watches Hallmark movies nonstop. Yeah, she does. It makes me sick. I just, no, I, it, I, it really makes Hallmark movies make me sick. No, like yeah. not just Christmas Hallmark, movies, just, just random, just every Hallmark movie. They're all the same plot. They're all the same story. They're all the same this. They're all the same that. They just make me angry because as like a single female, I just get angry about how unrealistic they are. <laughs> just like, and I, I want to be like, this never happens to me. I've been to all the small towns in Vermont. <laughs> like, all right. So, yes, but Die Hard 1 happens to all of us. <laughs> so do you remember? But there aren't 100,000 Die Hards that are telling me that this is the way it's supposed to happen. True. Very <laughs> true. Else now, do you guys remember? I shared before, oh, yes, I love this like over a decade ago when they started having, like, you know, before AI was what AI is now. Um, they had like bots, it's like, oh, I forced a bot to watch a thousand hours of Hallmark Christmas movies, and here's what it wrote, you know, or the Batman one and stuff like that. Did you ever, did you ever read the Hallmark Christmas one? Oh my God, no, so I'm gonna funny. share it right now because it's so it's funny. it is spot on. You go for it. <laughs> Small town snow globe refillery. This one's called uh, the Christmas on Christmas. A single mother refilling snow globes. <laughs> a single mother refilling snow globes. Yeah, snow globes with Christmas juice. Yeah. She is widow. Her husband died in every war. What? Single mother says, "I refill globes better than Jesus Claus." Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Every war. Every war. <laughs> Uh, she says, I refill globes better than Jesus Claus. 
yet still my twins are dad free. Why? They need double dad. So double dad. <laughs> so a businessman enters the shop. He wears clothes that cost money. His hands are briefcases and he's Hallmark hot. <laughs> the single mother says, hi, do your snow globes lack wet? Hurry, Christmas attacks soon. This businessman has a flashback to when he was business boy. A Christmas, a Christmas tree explodes his family on purpose. He now hates trees and Christmas and explosions. He exits the flashback. Shut your sound, he says. Shut I am from sound. huge city. I am from huge city. I bought your land and I'm turning it into an oil resort. <laughs> She says, rude behavior. This is a family business. I sell families. I am widow. My husband is now Bones. <laughs> How long is this? Not that long. The single mother points to her husband Bones in the corner of the room. What? They are, they are all gift wrapped in eggnog. <laughs> the, the businessman says, all of my wives are Bones. That's, oh. that's America. <laughs> but I must make money for my twins to live. They are a prince. The mother says, I too own twins. You say prince. You mean P-R-I-N-C-E or P-R-I-N-T-S? Yes. No, no. <laughs> prince. I too own twins, she says. Please don't have bought my land. Christmas is today. <laughs> Businessman, <laughs> laugh. <laughs> I bought Christmas and now it is never. Unless we go on dates. The single mother says, I cannot date because of a snow curse. I pray Santa helps me. <laughs> Santa cannot help. She did not know, but Santa was her husband. Santa is Bones, and Bones helps nobody. <laughs> See, that's a movie I'd watch. <laughs> that's the whole thing? Yes. This, that's that is an amazing, talking. that is an amazing plot for a movie. <laughs> Yep. I like the one that you said out about Batman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. You Alfred, said that to give me birth to Robin. <laughs> he does. He begins the process because that's his job. <laughs> you said that to me, and I was, like, on the floor laughing so hard I couldn't even breathe. And my roommate is like, what? What is so funny? And all I could do was point at my phone with your dad. <laughs> oh my god that was so funny yes. wow this is this is this is i mean ai has come a really long way long way <laughs> in the past like eight years or so when was oh this god. written when 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 was this done like 10 uh, years ago yeah probably like oh, wow. you know sometime in the past decade but it was it was early on when they had like bots online that was about all it was still called bots not ai just bots can you record yourself reading that seriously for me please oh absolutely because i will make a thing out of this <laughs> <laughs> well i'll have to do it with different voices for the that's fine that's fine you can do whatever you want to you know what have it right. done by christmas and that'll be like a christmas day thing that i'll throw up <laughs> so so die hard 2 has a better rating on rotten tomatoes than con air yeah i believe that uh-huh and Die Hard with a Vengeance, the critics give it a worse review what? than this movie. Yeah, well, the critics are um, us. The critics no, <laughs> are true. us. No, they're true. not. True. True. Yes. The critics are us. True. So in this case, I'm 
in this case, I, I'm the audience and you guys are the critic. Which is fine. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. But I'm not surprised that this movie has a better rating than Con Air because, I mean, Bruce Willis, Nicolas Cage. What, uh... Mm-hmm. Come on. I mean, I love Nicolas Cage, but I can't... Him is the, like, the, the hero? No. Terminator 3 got a 46 for the audience. I, I would Stop. Say Stop. <laughs> Oh, speaking of Terminator, how about the uh, how about the uh, T one thousand in this movie? <laughs> it was random oh, bad yeah. guy cameo. Oh, yeah. yep. We had the T one thousand. This is a year we... before Terminator, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we had uh, John Leguizamo in there for the yep. briefest of moments. Very brief. And yes. if, if, did anybody pick him out? The uh, the the black guy bad guy was uh, in Coming to America. Said, yeah, McDowell earlier. Yeah. yeah. No, no, McDowell. no. He was. He was Akeem's fanboy that he met when he went to the, the I think it was like the basketball game or something like that. Oh, he was like, that one. Oh, God, it's Prince Akeem. Oh, Because okay. <laughs> it was driving me nuts. I'm like, where have I seen this guy before? What is he from? And I had to look it up. And I was like, oh, it's Prince Akeem's fanboy. Okay. Prince Ali? No. No, no. Akeem. Fabulous he. Where's my son? Akeem. <laughs> he just likes to say son, huh? Akeem. He's, he's always a dad. How come he's all except for Sandlot? He's he's always a dad. He's like Luke, I'm your father. You know, Hakeem, I'm your father. He does play and, a lot of dads. You know, Simba, I'm your father. Hakeem plays a lot of dads. Ha- Hakeem. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Hakeem. He's like, where's my son? Hakeem. Yeah. Yes. I have one more bit of rando trivia for this movie. Did you guys see the old lady with the taser on the plane yes. reading the magazine with the ad for Lethal Weapon? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Why didn't even bring this up yet? When they turned the TV on, they had the first episode of Simpsons on there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Did yeah. They really? That was the first. It was. I think it was the first episode. The one where they go to see Dr. Marvin. They do the shock therapy. Yes. Wasn't yeah, that yeah, the yeah. very first episode? I don't think so. I My question was. is, is what the, the, the either way it was the Simpsons. The yeah, it was the Simpsons. Headphones that she was that she was those were those headphones or were those like earplugs? No, that's what the headphones used yeah. to really yeah. look like on planes. Yeah. Yes, they were, like, they were plugged into the back of a mm-hmm. the other seat in front of them. Let's right. See. Yep, I remember. How unsanitary! Uh, episode. Oh no, no. The first, <laughs> you're right. The first episode was when uh, they got the dog. The that first, was... yeah. That, that that's what I thought. The first episode of Santa's Little Helper. Let's see. Um, not the first episode. It might, <laughs> it, it might a... be the next season then, because that's the first. No, the, 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 the doctor, the doctor Monroe. That was that was the first season. It had to have been. I'm not seeing it. Not in season really? one. That's wild. Yeah. yeah, it is wild. Um, unless it's just called something else, but Bart gets an. F. I am curious about one thing in this movie. <laughs> okay. One thing is just did did, did the. <laughs> Did what happened in Die Hard 1 really make him that popular? Oh, yeah, like deal. everybody knew who John McClane was. <laughs> oh, you're that McClane guy from the Nakatomi thing. I mean... Like, he was on yeah. Time Magazine. I mean... <sighs> He's a celebrity like now, so. Oh, no, it was season one, episode four. There's no disgrace like home. That's what I... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, wow. that makes sense. But, yeah, it was like the fourth fourth episode ever. I love the pilot. He's like, turn the TV on. That'll calm him down. Yeah, and then, it, and then it's just fourth episode of The Simpsons. Yep. That released Sunday, January 28th, 1990. So right off the bat in 90. Right off the bat. Yep. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I just, 
Yeah, first episode ever released, uh, December seventeenth, eighty nine. So they just kept on going right off the. Right so let me ask you this: off the go, except for you, will go, because you already said you can't, you won't do it. Liberty, 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 You won't watch it again. Probably not. Even though it's, even though it's not well written, even though it's not well this and not well that. It was a great concept. It just. Would you guys revisit it again? I thought we already did. I feel like we already have. We already did. Yeah, I mean. Like I said, I. I, I oh, you talking I, about this? I thought you were gonna get into equilibrium. <laughs> it sounded like you were just like, okay, guys, can we, can we talk about equilibrium again? I would love to have a conversation. With I know you would. It yeah. would be just like this podcast. Me saying a whole lot of nothing with you guys ripping on it. Hey, listen, it I have well. tried it's to give horrible. you. Just, I well. tried to give you a couple of opportunities to be like, here's what I like, and you're just like, well. <laughs> I've said what I like. I like the action. I like. Okay. I, okay. I think. I think the. I think all the explosions. What I do enjoy. I said this to, to Lee earlier, is wh I actually enjoy most of the explosions that happened in this movie compared to explosions from today because they were real then. They were not actual full size planes blowing up, but the <laughs> explosions for the most part, like the explosion of the plane, was better in this than it was in the Death Star blowing up. Even in the re the digital remake, you know, um, <clears throat> there there's a I, I enjoy the explosions, I enjoy the action, I enjoy, you know, being brought back to like even when they were going to the church and I was like talking to Lee, I was like, I saw the blue tape around the um oh the uh, magazines the magazines and I was like oh that's right there's blanks in that like it brought me back I started like to you to your point Sarah I was remembering things that happened. From years ago, when I originally, when I watched that original, when I watched this movie, um, and yeah, overall, I just enjoyed the film for what it was. I, you know, I would, you know, if I the wanted to watch was it, was a halfway movie, decent twist. Yeah, definitely. The Blanks was a Especially halfway decent re, twist. I'll say the that. reveal when he just starts shooting up and yeah, shooting up, uh, there. <laughs> <laughs> the death by icicle. Yeah, very silent yeah. night. Violent night. <laughs> Death by Christmas tree star. <laughs> oh. Which even that was taken out of the innocent man. Again, I said that yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, last time we did Violent Night. Yeah. Is innocent man and Tom Selleck when he was in prison, they actually used an ice sickle like that to kill somebody because then the ice melts and there's no evidence. Sickle of ice. But yeah, I mean I would definitely revisit this again, you know, maybe not next year. But I would, you know, five years from now, I would definitely watch it again. Is it my top one? No. Do I think it's better than, um, do I think it's better than the, uh, what's, what's, the, what's the last two? Then Live Free or Die Hard or Good Day to Die Hard. Yeah, either Good of those. To, yeah. I'd watch, I would watch this over either of those. Live Free or Die Hard was just so stupid out there. Let's jump off a plane between falling you know, highways and all this other junk. And Justin Long is not an action hero. He needs to go back to chick flicks and do stuff like, you know, Leap Year or whatever he did. You know, he's just not that into you. You know, stuff like that. He needs to do stuff like that and stay in that genre, not in action films, because he's not an action star. Who? Justin, Justin Long. Long. Oh, yeah. Well, um, I mean, he's an Apple. <laughs> yeah, he's a Mac. Um, how about 
I'm just gonna say about Die Hard too. So Die Hard was like it's it's known by its tagline as well, Die Harder. <laughs> yeah. Die Hard Two, Die Harder. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's because it make because that makes sense. Die Harder. Yeah. Die Harder. You didn't I mean... die hard enough. <laughs> you need to die harder. I was always very confused when I bought a Die Hard battery for my car. <laughs> I'm like, is this sponsored by like by John McClane? <laughs> well, a year ago they started doing commercials like that. I know they did, and they made like a like a action commercial. They did to get a diehard battery. It was funny when I saw them. Just like, see, I, I've, I've been saying this, but yeah, they 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 they, they took your took my idea. They took your idea, and they said, "You, oh, we're gonna." It's a coincidence that there's a diehard battery. We made a diehard movie. <laughs> Could we do something with this? <laughs> nope. Uh, not at all. You know, it's funny. <laughs> Die Hard actually sounds like it could be like a James Bond title. It does. You're right. I agree. Yeah. It could have been. And it would have made sense to, to fit in with all the other Another Day titles. to Die Hard. Another Day to Die Hard. Well, yeah. A was good that... Day to Die Hard. No, Die Another Day. That's what it was. Yeah, that was later on with Brosnan. It was it last. I think that was it was the last Brosnan's Brosnan last one. movie. Yep. Yep. That's Madonna Halle Berry, was in it. Madonna. I always I forget was Madonna was in that movie. Yeah, so oh. I am not a. Sean Bean was in one of those movies. Goldeneye. Yeah, yeah. He, he died. Surprising. Yeah, of course he did. Died. He dies in everything. One does not simply put Sean Bean in a movie. <laughs> really? Without in killing him. He dies in everything. Except for National no. Treasure. Mm-hmm. He died yeah. in Equilibrium. Yes, he oh, no, did. No, no. Yep. Yes, he did. Equilibrium. Well, he wasn't really. No, no, wait. He wasn't in Equilibrium. Oh, he did. Okay, he, he was the buddy. He yeah. got shot through yeah. the foot with the book. Yes. Yep. yep. And he was also, he died in the island. <laughs> <laughs> the island? Oh, my No, gosh. did he die in the island? We were, yeah, we they hung him. He got hung with the chain, remember? Oh, At the end. Okay. Did I tell you what the I just watched? <laughs> he was in the I just house. watched a movie. I think I I don't know if I told you guys about this, but I just watched a movie on Netflix. It was called Knights of. Yeah, you did bring it up. Well, Knights of K with Knights with the K. Knights with the K, but Knights of Knights of. Wow, I'm blanking on it. What's Knights it of Arabia. No, it's not Knights of Arabia. <laughs> Arabia Night. um, Knights of Knights Columbus. Of the Knights of the oh, Zodiac. Yeah. Knights of the Zodiac. And Sean Bean's in it. Yeah. Yes. Um, what's her name who plays Dr. Jean Grey? Yep, Famke Jensen. She's in it. Um, and it's actually based off of a um, anime. Mm. What are those called? If it, there's, a, there's a specific name where they do a live action based off of an anime. Um an M a Miyazaki word. film. No, it's a <laughs> M. It's an M word. Um, but a manga. Yes, mm-hmm. I thought that was a. I thought that was a graphic, novel. That's a graphic novel. When a headstrong, okay, it, when a headstrong street orphan unwittingly taps into hidden powers, he discovers he might be the only person alive who could protect a reincarnated goddess who was sent to watch over humanity. What? So that's the. So this is the funny thing: is it's a Japanese film based on Greek mythology. <laughs> Sounds like the plot to Dragon Wars. <laughs> You're right. Dragon Wars was so Which, dumb. by the way, I'm in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dragon yeah, Wars sweet. was Sarah Daniel. Was Dragon Wars was 
horrible. Um, but I'm in it, so it's wonderful. That was the main character's name. Was Sarah Daniels. Yes, it was. And so the whole movie, they're like, I'm looking for Sarah Daniels. They're like, she's right here. She's here. <laughs> but they do this whole movie, and Sean Bean goes to, like, blow up the house that they're in. So that way, like, he kills all the bad guys. And the only person who dies is Sean Bean. Of course. <laughs> Everybody of course. else who's, like, the main character lives. <sighs> Nobody else dies but him. I'm like, there we go. He died in spectacular fashion. I mean, it, it's a cheesy, cheesy, cheesy movie. But mm. it was just... So you don't like it. No, it's fun. Well, you can't. You can't do cheese. <laughs> That's true. You don't like cheese. Okay. It was, it was still a fun movie, though. But I again, you know, go out with Die Hard too. You know, I enjoy the film. I would watch it again. If someone said, "Hey, you want to watch Die Hard for Christmas, one or two, I would pick one, and then I would watch two. <laughs> because to your point, the rest of them. Like they kind of veer off track from what they started out as. I love Die Hard with a Vengeance so, so much. So do I. It's a I fun think movie. That, I think I think with a Vengeance is the best movie. one. Absolutely, hands Jeremy down. Irons oh, is hands it. down like the best, <laughs> the best. The best villain. part of that movie is, is just seeing Bruce Willis and Samuel L. Jackson go back and forth. Okay, so it's better than Chris Rock and Joe Pesci in the back of the cop so, car. So, so, <laughs> so the the so the 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 twenty seven seconds for a grenade to go off in this film is unrealistic. But two shots from a revolver shooting down a helicopter is okay in Die Hard with a Vengeance. Come yeah, on. That's not how it ended. That's exactly how it ended. No, he shot not. it, and then it got caught up in the electrical wires. No, no, wires. he met him later on, and he had a... He had a... No, 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 no. We're not doing the whole deleted scene thing, Lee. No, 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 no. No, and he didn't he shot at it. He didn't shoot the helicopter. He shot the wire. No, the wire, yeah. And the wire came loose and took the helicopter out. That's how that happened. Come on. That was such a lame ending. I mean, after the entire movie, that's how it goes down. Yeah, that's why I like the alternate ending better. Yeah. Didn't he? What did he? What did he have with them? Like a mine or something? And no, you think that that's bad? But him jumping coat? off the building in the first movie after the top part blows up and the the hose it makes a great Christmas the hose topper. that he's jumping <laughs> off of doesn't kick on fire and nah. snap. He nah. still makes no. No. Nah. Neither. It's because he said yippee kaye first. But he did that with this movie, too. That's why it lit on fire. <laughs> I love how in Die Hard 1, when he jumps off the building, he just loosely, like, wraps the, <laughs> wraps the hose around him. He barely he even ties it, and it just holds him up with no problem. Down. No yeah, problems yeah. at all. It was fantastic. Yes. All of it's these things the make point. perfect sense, Chuck. All of these things make sense. Of course. <laughs> of course. But we like it in one movie, but not another. No. Okay, that, makes, really. that makes total sense. <laughs> yes, because everything in Die Hard One would make sense. Yeah, that was the other thing about Die Hard One is that everything was contained to the building. Right. And in this movie, they were all over the place. They were at the church, and they were at an airport, and they were on a plane, and they were on snowmobiles, and they were like just everywhere. Mm. Everything was contained in the building, and when he dropped all of the explosions onto that first floor and it blew out the entire floor, the building would have collapsed. You're right. 9-11 no, was an inside job. <laughs> but no. And when he's, when he, again, when he drops the, 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 um, the, the um, explosives down the elevator and it blows up, 
and the explosion comes through the elevator door and he's fine? No. Nothing in die when he fights the big guy in that plane where the guy gets like hung a little bit, he would have been he would have been killed then by that giant guy. Nothing in Die Hard One is possible, feasible, or even realistic. But we sit there and go, we love Die Hard One. Die Hard Two sucks. Why? Because it's unpo- it's impossible, unrealistic, and none of it would happen. <laughs> well, I think it's because when you saw Die Hard, it was the first one, you know. So of course you're kind of caught up in the story and you 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 just you go with it, you know, like you you know that it's unrealistic, but you go with it because it's you know, like this was the kind of first exposure to Die Hard that we saw. When you see Die Hard Two, all I could think of was comparing it to Die Hard One. Right. You know, and stuff. And so so yeah, I think that so was the, that so, that, so then we jump to Die Hard with the Vengeance, and he gets launched a hundred feet out of a manhole by yes. a geyser, and he yes. survives. And yes. that's okay. And even better, when that happens, Samuel L. Jackson happens to exactly be driving by. by. Right. He goes, <laughs> oh, there he is. And then you go to Live Free or Die Hard, and he slides through a falling um, highway. He, hold on. He's... He's on top of a jet, <laughs> and he falls off and slides between two pieces of highway. Yeah. Yes, that are to that safety are, that are collapsing. Yes. yes. Yep. Yes. And these things are all okay. Of no. course. Yeah, I mean, you guys it was can... a fire sale. Of course. <laughs> <I> never said. <laughs> but you guys can look past all of this crap and say these movies are great, but with Die Hard Two, you can't. Yes. How? Because our logic is sound. <laughs> of course. Die Hard, Die Hard Two, Die Hard Two. For me personally, Die Hard Two, in terms of the story, is the one that's most inconsistent with itself. Mm. I just have one question for you, Will. Oh. Even though I have <laughs> these opinions, will you still be my friend? <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course, of course, I will. Yes, of course. Come on, we're 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 past that point. I know. Anyways. Oh, Chuck, Chuck also brought up an idea just while we're, you know, here and we're, we're all discussing our, our, you know, what we do here. Chuck was thinking we should change our name from Black No, and... no. Yeah. No, he brought it up. He said we should change our name from Black and White Reviews to Mulatto Reviews. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't think it's a good idea. That would make – I think that, would... that is the greatest <laughs> Listen. That would make more sense if I was by myself, because I'm all mixed up. That would make all the sense in the world if I was alone. But no. Oh, my gosh. Thank you, Lee. First, first he was calling it Milano Reviews. And he's like, do you like those Milano Milano cookies? No, 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 no. There's Milano cookies. I know. I (laughs) I was being ridiculous on purpose. I asked. I said, have you had a Milano cookie? And he goes, Milano? I said, No. Mulatto cookies. He's like, you mean mulatto? I said, no. And Will then, is then my mulatto. wife's like, wait, is that like a racial slur? It's like, no, it's just, it's a, it's a normal term. And then your wife is like, no, I've heard it before. I'm just like, okay, so because you've heard it before, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we don't do double dates. <laughs> no, it's not why we don't do double dates. Yeah, well, it's because we, yeah. Anyway. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. That was behind the scenes that Will should never have had to hear. <laughs> or anybody wow. else for that matter. Wow. Hey, I'm going to say these things about Will. Just be quiet about it. I wasn't saying it about you. No. He was just mixing black and white. I was talking about our podcast. It was it was funny at the time, but thanks for being the bus driver, Lee. <laughs> the bus driver. 
Just back it that back that bus up when you're done driving over me. <laughs> oh my are you still Will? Are you still Chuck's friend? <laughs> yeah, am I still your friend? <laughs> we're calling right, it. I think, I think we're done. We're, we're 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 circling the drain now. Oh my gosh! And I'm gonna go to bed. Yeah, but which way is it going? Clockwise or counterclockwise? Does it matter? I guess yeah, it does matter. Australia. If you're in Australia, it goes counterclockwise. Yeah. <laughs> Why does that matter? <laughs> you never picked up a phone and called somebody in Australia to ask him which way the drain ran. Wasn't no. that The Simpsons? Yes, that, that, that's what I thought you were going with, dude. <laughs> okay, I'm done. Why does it matter? <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody, you? for listening to us ramble about Die Hard Two. We're gonna call it a night because we are done. <laughs> thank you, Sarah, for joining us. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you Sarah, very much. I had so much fun. I hope that I can definitely come back. I mean, I hope I can come back before next Christmas. You can I come mean, back I anytime you want to. That, but... Yeah, you're back right. I'm a Patreon. For, your, yeah. for being a patron, you can come back live once a quarter. <gasps> You can come back anytime you want. I don't care. That's his. That's his rule, well. not mine. Well, that's it's not, it's not his rule. It's it's our agreement. No, that, no, no. What do you mean our agreement? You wanted nothing to do with like any of this. Like you made it very well known. Like I don't no, want to do this. I can't do this. I don't want to do this. You two can run that whole thing, and I'm just letting you know yeah. that the whole once a quarter thing I is just rule. I just don't. I just don't have the bandwidth to handle it. You don't exactly. So you don't want much. I've spent just, years doing social I'm, media. I'm I think two or three times you said I'm not in this for the money. Yeah. 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 Now all of a sudden uh -huh. it's our rule. I'm just, you know. It, it is. <laughs> okay. Come on, you guys. I'm the white of black and white. It's okay. I don't I don't have to come back. No, you can, you can, <laughs> you come, can come back. back. <laughs> whenever you want. You can come back whenever you want. <laughs> We're doing James and the Giant Peach next. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. I'm not. I'm not. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Well, everyone, have a great one. Thanks for tuning in. Next time. <clears throat> See ya. Until next time. Bye bye. bye, -bye.